Good morning, Albuquerque. I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, my partner in crime, Van Allen Nunley. Good morning, Van. Good morning, Fred. Good morning, Albuquerque. The ones and twos is my best friend in radio, Mike Vitale. Mike Vitale, good morning. Yo, what up? He's take, chipper. Take one week off. I can't get my headphones right. Take one week off. Welcome back to the program, Van. It's good to be back, Fred. You and I spent last week in, uh, I don't even know the name of it. What's the, what's the state nickname for Colorado? Uh, are you referring to Wakanda for white people? No. No. No? No. City of Denver. We had a good time there. Yeah, we did. The uh, uh, city of, of Joseph. No, that's not right. Wrong that's, one. That's Nauvoo, Missouri. That's what I'm thinking of. You and I spent last week in Denver, so we took the program off a little best of. Got some feedback on that, people. I'll go ahead and apologize to the listeners that uh, we took a week off, but we are <laughs> we are back in full force, Albuquerque. We're in. And we missed you. Live is better than fake. That yes, yeah, yeah. I've always said that. I have that. I would. I feel like the best of was probably pretty good last week. You know what I really feel like, Fred? What's that? Every show's a best of. Okay, yeah. you can't just. Okay. According to the Google, Colorado is the centennial state because it's a state uh, it became a state in 1876. Okay. So there you go. So if you do some simple math, 1776 was, of course. Right. Yes. And then course. you add 100. And you get. And you get Colorado, the wow. centennial state. That's very so, interesting. So um, so there you go. We're covering states and their nicknames. All 50 of them this morning on ABQ Central. We got two hours of this for you. 246-0610-888-922-0610. Call the program. Tell me about the golden state, California. Ew. So there you go. We, uh, we did. We had a good one. We took last week off. You and I. We traveled uh, via first class airfare. Mm, pinkies out. Pinkies out. The uh, there's a full 22 inches worth of leg room on this flight. Uh, Mike Vital, as Van and I ventured to Colorado last weekend to see my St. Louis Cardinals uh, continuing to hold a three game lead in the NL Central uh, in Denver. They went to Denver, battled right. the Rockies. We watched two of the three. And two games at Coors. Two games at Coors. A 2-1 loss. 2-1 loss. And a big win for the Redbirds. I know that's hot New Mexico, Albuquerque talk with the St. Louis Cardinals. but uh, The Autumn Zombies. Remember we had this conversation they before? Did. They don't miss out. We're going to have a lot of Major League Baseball playoff picture stuff today on the program. We've got a big lineup. we got at 8 a.m. today, 8 a.m., the Albuquerque Bull Snakes. Kenny Thomas is going to join us. He's going to call into the program. Lobo legend. Kenny Thomas. 11 years in the association, so he knows a little bit about ball. He's going to come on and talk about his new role with the Bull Snakes. So that's a pretty exciting little endeavor. Good good get for the program. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, it's rivalry weekend here in Albuquerque as the UNM Lobos take on the hated New Mexico Aggies. I'm going heel today, Mike Vital. I'm calling for an Aggie win. Ooh. You said New Mexico Aggies. It is being a big Aggie fan, New Mexico State. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> good start, bud. Well, let me tell you, I'm new to it, is what it is. You know, I lived in Las Cruces for six years, Fred, and, and I quite loosely attended New Mexico State University. How did that go? Not great. <laughs> Not great. Your boy had a good time, though. In college, I would go, I would, if there was a thousand points in a class, right? Okay. So to graduate a class, you have to get a certain amount of points, right? 
So out of the 1,000 points, I would go to class up until the point where I had 750 points. Okay. And then I would stop. Yeah, baby. C's, <laughs> C's get degrees, Fred. I got a, yeah. got a foreign college degree hanging on my wall. Do you know what my GPA is? I don't know either. Yeah. So I got it, though. That so anyway, big college matchup today. So uh, we're gonna put that we're gonna put the Lobo talk off till about eight thirty though, because if we're gonna do something, we're gonna do it with an expert. So we're gonna have the voice of Lobos, Rob Portnoy, is gonna call the program this oh, morning. The best, dude. yeah, the best. So he could not he could obviously not be here in preparation, but he's gonna take advantage of two four six zero six one zero, which you can also take advantage of. Call the program. Let us know what's going on in your world, and we're gonna talk to you about ours. There's nothing better than seeing a day game of baseball, Van. My favorite thing on earth. Well, let me let me rephrase. Yes. That's my second favorite thing on earth. I know. You always say that's your second favorite thing I'm on not earth. Not talking about the faves on air. No. We we traveled to Denver last week where we sat down under the uh just balmy seventy five degree weather. It was it was rough. Denver, Colorado. And and we enjoyed from the cheap seats. Just kidding. We would never ever ever go to the cheap seats but uh, i think we probably split it 50 50 we move around in between some lovely seats behind home plate we move around and the bar and center field <laughs> <laughs> you'll see us at the lobo game today you know where you won't see us in any seats we move around yeah yeah we're uh travel well yeah we do so we're gonna grab the tailgate we're gonna grab the lobo game there's um there's a couple ways to watch baseball one is the traditional way right so one is when you're at the house and you got it on the TV and and you, you you're having it with one of your buds and I'm not talking a friend I'm talking the king of beers and as you're doing it you're taking this thing in you're enjoying it and you're having a really good time but then there's another way to enjoy baseball van and that's the one I'm going to talk about that's whenever you're playing hooky from work mm. that's whenever you should be doing anything else mm. that's whenever the day game calls your name and and I was in pure nirvana last week listener and that's why we missed the program. We were in Denver, Colorado, enjoying some baseball. So you got a better you got a better way to enjoy a day game, Van. I do not surrender your responsibilities. I was pretty neutral to the you know Rockies and Cardinals, but you're you're a big Cardinals homer, and I'm glad you got to see a W during our day game. Yeah, it was really good for me. I think we had enough silver bullets to oh. kill a werewolf, Fred. Your boy just does not understand. The ideal of pacing. I need <laughs> to enjoy as many as I can during the game. We did. We had a lot of fun two days there. We went to a concert while we were in Denver. That was a lot of fun. We enjoyed that. Um, nostalgia, Van. Nostalgia has caught me. Sure. Went to an Incubus concert last Friday, you and I and a couple friends of the program. And as we're at this Incubus concert, I'm excited. Because I'm 14 again. I'm 34 going on 14. Yeah, okay? you're, you're a happy dude. I was a happy dude. I was, ex- turn. I, was, turn. I was excitable and excited. And then what had happened was, as, as it always does, what had happened. And to be fair. To be fair. The problem is I had forgotten about Father Time. Oh, goodness. Yes. Because as we went to see Incubus, what's the, what's the front guy's name? That'd be Brandon. Brandon something. Something. So as we go to see... Incubus. I'm excited for to relive my high school girlfriend. And if this wasn't the most flat-footed little concert I had ever been to in the history of my entire life. Last name Boyd, Fred. Brandon Boyd. Brandon Boyd. So B-squared is up on the stage. Dude's a looker. He's a good-looking guy. He's a looker. 
And your boy here at 34, a little bit of a silver fox, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm standing in the crowd at six and a half foot tall, surrounded by young bloods. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot find the enthusiasm to this Incubus concert that I so wish I would have had. Wish I would have had. Yeah, that's a sentence. <laughs> but yeah, we went. We, I mean, we, we powered through. We, we bought $15 drinks and, and took in the ambiance. But I tell you what, I might be over it. I may become old man slow this past weekend as... Is I skipped over uh, enjoyment. Did you, you want Incubus to get off your lawn, Fred? It was just unacceptable. I wanted to enjoy the experience, but instead I feel like I endured it. It was enduring. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. There was a lot of noise. It was too dark. <laughs> oh, my God. The Uber ride was too expensive. I can't believe I had to stand in this line. I didn't have the inserts in my shoes. All right. The line was pretty bad. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Also, venue, and this is not just the one we went to. This is venue in general. Okay. You know people are coming. Have a process in place. It's like their first time, right? It was their first time ever having a group of people, apparently, at the Fillmore. But listen, concert venue. Drop the extra $25 and get one more lane line for people to come through. You know where Uber should go? Wherever you designate Uber to go. They had no clue. They had no clue. So I usually just drop you off here yeah. in the corner. Yeah. Cars are just whizzing by as we get out of the Uber. Yeah. Very dangerous. Fred, I had the opposite experience. At the exact same concert I was at. Yep. Because as you know, I did not want to go. <laughs> because uh, I fancy myself a pinkies out music curator. Mm-hmm. And Incub- Talking about the revivalist. In- <laughs> nope. Incubus has not been on my playlist in about 15 years okay you and everyone else in the country maybe more but then you guilted me into it that's the thing about how you manipulative you bullied me into going i had already taken you 365 miles to denver i said what's another couple yeah i said you got me tickets to a baseball day game so i was like nah, i owe him one i'll go to incubus and i ended up having a great time like I, I could only like name one song before we walked in, and then like I knew the lyrics to almost every song. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like my first two years in college just came rushing back to me during this concert. If I had to pick a uh, a superstar of at or near fifteen years ago, it would have been Missy Elliott. If there was a Missy Elliott show, I would have picked that hands down. But instead, it was Incubus, and it was okay. Uh, fast forward three days, Van. Okay, we watched football last weekend. We had a blast. Our fantasy teams did terrible, as you lost both your starting quarterbacks. That was the worst fantasy day in my entire life. But we were back in town. We were back in Iowa. By, Vital, that is the right face to make. Yeah, I lost Breeze and Roethlisberger from my team in a span of. 15 minutes the only way the only way it could be worse is if you had newton in the flex which is not really an <laughs> not option a thing but you and i are back in town and we last monday and we'll wrap up segment one with this we last monday attended the donald trump presidential 2020 rally in rio rancho new mexico we sure did god that was an experience wasn't it that was a uh life-altering experience we spend a lot of time together you and i and we never experienced anything like that together no it was um polarizing sure it was at oftentimes intimidating and oftentimes embarrassing and oftentimes celebrating at oftentimes 
a bigger spectacle than I could have possibly believed. The dude is wildly entertained. Oh my gosh. He's so good at what he does. And then there is such a, and I did, maybe I was confused, listener. I didn't know that Albuquerque fan traveled the country to these rallies. I had no idea. But it was almost as if in unison, 6,000 people inside, 6,000 people outside, that's not an exaggeration. No. That's the number of people that were there. Sure. That they knew exactly what to do, how to do it, and when to do it on key, on cue, and on display. It was almost like there were plants in the crowd thing. There there literally were. Oh. There literally were. Chant this chant. But also. We're going to go to break real quick. When we come back, let's recap that just a little bit more because I know we got some final thoughts on it. It's obviously the biggest thing to ever happen to Rio Rancho, so we'll talk about Trump coming to town. Uh, We're going to talk Major League Baseball uh, at 8 o'clock. Kenny Thomas of the Bullstakes, 8.30. Rob Portnoy of your New Mexico Lobos. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Antonio, Antonio, what have you heard from the league, if anything, about your availability before? I appreciate that question. You know, uh, I'm just here to just focus on ball and uh, look forward to getting out there in the home stadium and uh, being with the team. Nope. Just nope. Welcome back to the program. 246-0610-888-922-0610. Antonio Brown's in the news again. Let's wrap up Trump talk real quick. Sure. You and I went out to Rio Rancho, the uh, greatest spectacle to ever visit Rio Rancho. And by the way, they handled it so well. That's what I was just about to say. City of Rio Rancho, Rio Rancho Police Department, and especially our friends, Santa Ana Star Center. Oh my gosh, did so good. Ran an amazing show. So good. We were there... We'll get there. I'm going to be honest with you, listener. Basically right before the thing started. Van and I hold day jobs. We made our way over. There were people that had been there excited since at or near 6 a.m. They were there for 13 hours. But I get it. Because it was a spectacle. Sure. On our way there, you could stop on the roadside. You could buy a hat. On the way there, you could stop on the roadside and buy a hat that said, forget that other hat. <laughs> it was about as down the middle as, as little, any little thing could be done. And, and we took it in in such a way. We took it in in such a way to where, to where you see the, uh, I don't know, the, the perplexity of it. You see the excitement of it. And, and that's what we did. We took it in. And there are jokes to be made, depending on which, which side of this fence you stand. But, like, it was, it was an experience. I'm glad we had it. I mean, we weren't, we weren't there to chant no and we weren't there to protest no we're not cheering or jeering yeah we're there to observe observe we want to take in this amazing event in the history of united states of america and the state of new mexico there was a lot of excitement but there wasn't a lot of like polarization there was like everyone was very kind everyone was very inviting sure everyone was very warm yeah happy to be people were just happy to be there that was me i was happy to be there yeah same I'm glad it happened. I got to witness like an awesome event in American history. I got to be in the same building as the president as of the United States. As a sitting United States president. I'd never sitting. done that. Yeah. It was insane. With that being said, the last time somebody lied to me for 90 minutes straight, I broke up with her. Okay. <laughs> See, here we go. <laughs> Speaking of self-sabotage, Antonio Brown's in the news. Ooh. He did it. 
We were discussing the Mount Rushmore of Are You Kidding Me's, and Antonio Brown is at the top of it. <sighs> Enjoy second place, Terrell Owens. Oh, my gosh. We got a front-face Rushmore prima donna on our hands. The dude's oh. lost it, Fred. He's an all-proer. He had at or near Hall of Fame productivity on his resume. Um, I mean, but he's fine. He's on the street. He's looking for a job. He did not get his $15 million from the Patriots. They did not have to pay him even sent one until this upcoming Monday, and they said, we are not interested in doing that. So one game check is what the 31-year-old is going to receive this year. Uh, no other team's going to touch him, right? I beg to differ, Fred. Oh, no. Why do you think this? Because he's so damn good. No. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get released. Mm-mm. And Antonio Brown's going to get another gig. 44 minutes ago, Antonio Brown on Twitter. Are you ready? I'll drop it. Thank you for the opportunity, Patriots. Hashtag go win it. Okay. That's a... Nope. It's a lot more humble. He spends spends one week in the Patriots locker room. In one of the six substantive tweets afterwards. (laughs) Sometimes people try to... Quote. Sometimes people try to destroy you precisely because they recognize your power not because they don't see it but because they see it and they don't want it to exist this is the also has the power of farting in doctors faces oh god that's so childish he's so weird he's so weird pfizer hasn't made the pill that he needs yet quote just got fired on friday with the emoji of the facepalm. <laughs> He's 31 years old. We're talking a federal lawsuit. He's facing a federal lawsuit. And he's going to have another one. Yeah. You got a couple civil ones still open. Yeah. One for not paying the chef. One for <laughs> doing the, the weird towel stuff with the trainer. Then the... Uh, the 2018 alleged rape. Yeah. And this is how he decides to respond. I've never seen an athlete self-sabotage his career in his prime so much like this. The one example we were talking about before the show is Colin Kaepernick. Sure. You know what Colin Kaepernick wasn't doing? Farting in people's faces? Yeah. Committing sexual assault? He wasn't ducking rape charges. He's standing up for his core set of values, which, however you identify by that core set of values, fine, listener. But I'm telling you, he dipped out of the game for what he believed in. That's not this. This is crazy. I had a few blackout moments at the rally. Did did Trump mention Kaepernick? He usually does. I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. He asked that the New York Times entire reporting staff retire. <laughs> he said, I'll accept your resignation. That's a good one. The crowd erupted. So, an, an hour after Antonio Brown got cut, he put on a caption contest on Twitter to give away his only Patriots touchdown game ball. An hour after he got cut. This dude has lost it. Guess what, Fred? Here's a thought. I'm watching. (laughs) Give me all you got, Antonio. Is this all you can do? A double dog dare you. 
What's, so, what's next? You, you sit him down for an interview and say, so Antonio. There's no more sexual assault. Oh, God. Please stop doing that. Do all the other crazy stuff you want. Just uh, put it put it away, Antonio. We notice your crazy ass can average at or near 100 receptions, 1,300 yards, and I don't know, 10, 10 TDs every season. Elite. Now, hear me out. What if you focused on football? Sure. What if you set the phone down? Yeah. What if you cut your hair regular? Uh, well, I don't know about that, old man slow. I am old man slow. I went to an Incubus <laughs> concert. Man, I don't know if you had heard. What had happened was went to an Incubus concert. Off-the-field allegations are more spotlighted now than ever, right? Sure. Everyone's, everyone's a journalist. You got a news van in your pocket. <sighs> His former trainer filed the lawsuit on September the 10th. The Patriots say, okay, well. It's just a lawsuit. We're going to let him play. Well, they didn't know about it. All these text messages come out yesterday. Did you see these? I mean, you don't. it's not something you put on your resume. It's like, hey, Robert Kraft. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, bar set super low. Oh, God. Hey, hey, massage guy. Does Jim Ursay know that you're here? The NFL says, you know, it's ongoing and it'll be pursued vigorously and... Okay, let him play. Psych, he's a really bad person. Killed it against the Dolphins. To be fair. To be fair. I could have caught three balls and two scores against the Dolphins this past weekend. I'm fairly confident you could have. <sighs> yes or no, the UNM Lobos could beat the Miami Dolphins in a football game. Well, I'm going to go hard no here, buddy. <laughs> go to overtime. <laughs> Vital. Vital, they definitely beat the spread. Not going to get his $9 million signing bonus. That's okay. I don't mind. I think they're haggling over that signing bonus from what the reports were saying. He may get $2 million of that nine. Well, he's gonna that's the it. amount that that woman wanted from him. Oh, is that true? Oh, what yeah. a deal. Yeah, and he said no. Congratulations to Julian Edelman, Josh Gordon, and Philip Dorsett as they've all moved up to wide receiver number two. Sure. So. My uh, my fantasy team appreciates Antonio Brown because I got Josh Gordon. Look at all he all, look at all that Josh Gordon went through, and he just like smoked a plant. That's legal in like half the country. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We were just in Denver last weekend. If he played for the Broncos, he'd never been suspended, right? That's not how it works. I, I don't know. I know it's not. Yeah, how, I 100% know it's not how it works. But it's like if you if you play for the Seahawks or the Broncos, like you get to blaze trees, right? You know what's funny about this conversation? <laughs> what's funny about this conversation we're currently have having right now? We've had it every week of the program. Antonio Brown started his antics like our first week. We started the show two months ago. Is that right? Thanks Ish. for the content, buddy. We cannot escape. This fool. Remember how fluffy and happy-go-lucky it was when it was just his stupid feet and his stupid helmet? It went downhill fast. Well, now he can wear his helmet 24-7. Ah, uh, whatever helmet he wants. I thought we were going to come on the program and talk about Tom Brady running the NFL through the mud on Thursday Night Football on social media. He hated the officials. He couldn't watch the game. Too many penalties. By the way, congratulations to Washington State University quarterback, graduate, Jacksonville starting quarterback, Minshew. Oh, God. I'm, Minshew the third? Got the Minshew the first stash. Yeah. Got. 
when uh when Mr. Minshew, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, left for college at Washington State, told his father, "You're the man of the house now." Gardner Minshew. Yeah. He only played one season, really. We had Luke Falk up there at Washington State. I'm a Cougar. I'm a Cougar, guys. I'm a Cougar. Antonio Brown, though, he, uh, if I never say his name again, I think I'd be fine. But you know what I'm going to do next week? Talk, talk, talk about Antonio Brown. He's going to do something. Is there, there's going to be a kind of, he won't play this weekend, obviously. Right. How many potential suitors do you see? Half the NFL. You really feel that way? Yeah. There's a couple teams that don't need him. There's a couple teams with uh, dignity and character and integrity who aren't going to sign them. But there's uh, a lot of other teams that just want to W. He can give you some of those. The Los Angeles Rams are playing the Cleveland Browns this week. Okay. Both, in their opinion, Super Bowl hopefuls. Mm -hmm. Playoff teams for sure. Playoff teams for sure. We talking about pairing OBJ and AB? I'm just saying. Like, is it? Is it worth sacrificing your morales? Because I'm t- like teams don't want the distraction. Tim Tebow didn't play after Denver. Ray Lewis has entered the chat. Right. Yeah. We already talked about Colin Kaepernick. Like if you got too much going on off the field, you just they don't want you to play at all. I'm done playing with you, Antonio Brown. Until next Saturday at seven a.m. Mountain Time. <laughs> Enjoy your XFL career. Come back from the program. Let's talk Major League Baseball playoff push. You listen to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Baseball means a little bit more in September, Van. Sure does. Beautiful time of the year, Manfred. We are eight games or nine days away from my absolute favorite time of the year, which is October. Mm. So good. There's not a better sports anything than October. I say The best playoffs. Oh, yes. In the best sport. Yeah. Second part you can argue over. First part you cannot. Football's in full swing, both professional and college. Hockey is back if you care about hockey. NBA basketball is back. We know you care about that because we're about to have Kenny Thomas of the Albuquerque Bull Snakes on the program here in about 30 minutes. Stoked. Before we talk Major League Baseball playoff push, I'm going to dismiss some stuff, okay? Okay, drop it. The Yankees wrapped it up yesterday. We're not talking the AL East. Okay. Sorry, Rays fans. Also, I love when the Red Sox are eliminated. Really now? That's my final hot take on that. What's uh, what's your beef with the Sox, Let me take you bro. back to 2004, my friend. Oh, okay. My St. Louis Cardinals are in the World Series. You're visibly shaking right now. You're the hated. PTSD going. Cinderella story that is the Boston Red Sox after overcoming a 3-0 deficit against the New York Yankees in the ALCS. And they sweep my Cardinals win the World Series in Bush Stadium, and I'm just the saddest guy that's ever lived. And just, oh, oh, my God. Wah. The Twins Indians, they're both going to make the playoffs from the AL you Central. Need a, you need a Wynikin to wash down those <laughs> French cries, buddy? <laughs> it is going to come down to the Indians and the Rays, though, because I, I don't think the Athletics are going to fall apart. Obviously, the Astros leading all of baseball with 101 wins. 
So forget about the AL. It don't matter. The NL East, similar. The Nationals are not going to come close to the Braves as the Braves are dangerous in doing that thing. And then finally, the NL West, where the Dodgers are, uh, well, they're world beaters at this point. They're the healthiest one. They got the best one. Watch out for them. They're so good. Second best run differential in baseball. They wrapped up the division win. Uh, so baseball like started in the middle in of April. April. <laughs> like two weeks into the season, they had the West wrapped up. So the conversation we had is the NL Central, as the St. Louis Cardinals are sitting at 87 and 67, three games out in front of the who, Mike Vitale? Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Ooh. Brewers. Won 13 of 15. Hot. And are playing like the Pirates and Reds to end the Hansel. season. So <laughs> yeah, hot right. right. They got nobody. They got they got eight wins in front of them is what they have. Chicago Cubs, is uh, they've fallen into oblivion as they are finishing. Here's how the baseball does it. The Cardinals and Cubs are playing of the last ten games of the season, seven of them against each other. Mm-hmm. So we're down to the last eight, so there's six more against each other. They got a sweep, right? Cubs got a sweep to, to get back in it. Oh, they have to, and they won't. 500 baseball, you think, would win it for the Cardinals. The Brewers, though, would you say it was Vital 30 out of their last 31? Well, they're, uh, let's see, in, in September, they are 20 and 4, something like that. Isn't that crazy? Did you hear that, man? They're hey. 45 out of their last 51 games. I don't know if that's true. Nope, that's not true at all. <laughs> that's not even close. And they're doing the they're doing the bulk of the heavy lifting without, without MVP candidate. Nine and two without Yelich. That's insane. Well, and the injury bug is caught up to everyone, right? I would like to see like a Kurt Gibson kind of moment with Yelich. On the, two the bad Brewers news. make it. To the World Series, and he got an away game at an AL Stadium, and here comes Christian Yelich up to bat on one leg, drops a bomb. Just drops one. Just Brewers. parks one. Brewers win. Javi Baez is out for the Cubs. See ya. Mike Trout, he gone. Otani, he gone. Byron Buxton, he gone. He gone. There's a lot of injuries here at the end of the season. These guys are too big and strong. I've talked about this before. Or... Our team's best players taking the rest of the year off. A lot of burned out bullpens too. That I think that'll decide a lot of the postseason coming in October. Dodgers bullpen looks a little weak. I can take advantage of that. Do you feel that way, Vital? Who you got? You got Rays or Indians? Well, I think the Rays. I mean, they quietly have won ninety two games. I, I like their pitching staff. Is third in the league in ERA. I really like them though. Um, the Indians, they've got some experience there. The Indians are hot. The Indians are playing well, and they get uh, Jose Ramirez back in a couple days. Yeah, if that's going to be a very interesting race going down. If they make it to the dance, you know what race I'm interested in, Fred? God, home field advantage throughout the playoffs <laughs> for my beloved Houston baseball Astros. I'm sure you're going with a Lance Armstrong hot take here. Oh no, no he no. had an electric bike. Did you see that, Vital? An yeah. electric freaking bike. Is he sick of cheating yet? He's not, is he? The electric bike tells y'all. They're going uphill. He's got an electric bike. Cheater. I didn't even hear about the story until the other day. I had to look it up to confirm it. That's how little I know about that. So you're 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 dialing to AL baseball because I'm telling you it's NL baseball only for me right now. It's the most interesting. Well, I'm talking about actual baseball, National League baseball. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, see, I'm with you on that one. The Senior League. I mean, I lean AL because my, my boys are in the AL, but I think the pitchers should hit. 
I'm in, I'm in that camp. Get, uh, get rid of get DH. rid of the DH. I'm they'll old school. Go DH in the NL. You watch. They're going. Yeah, they're they're going to Vital. I think they you're better. Right. They should have done it last year. So the St. Louis Cardinals would have kept Luke Voigt. <laughs> I love the double switches in the NL. I love all the the maneuvery. I love um like taking a pitcher and putting him in the outfield, and then bringing in someone else. Let them pitch a. A batter and then bringing them back in and putting another outfielder in. I yeah, love it. Nobody knows. I how love to, that chess game. Nobody knows how to bunt anymore or move runners across. So why not get a DH in there? You can get more home runs than all the situational Crack strategy. We got dinger. enough home runs, man. You know what I'm not watching? Give me some. Give me some triples. Hey, give I don't, me some steals. Mm, I don't want to bunt some people into position. I don't want to see Mookie Betts lay one down in small ball when I can watch Pete Alonso hit 50 dingers this season and lead First all year. of baseball. Yeah. First year. You know where he was last year? I, I mean, I probably playing baseball somewhere. But the point is, not in Major League Baseball. Scranton Wilkes-Barre? I don't know. He was a, he was a he was a a bagger at the local IGA, just helping ladies get to their cars. Oh, that's the Kurt You're Warner story. Of Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, yeah, Kurt Warner story. <laughs> Love Kurt Warner. I'm into the Central right now, though. I think uh, obviously the Braves are gonna going to be that team, and obviously the Dodgers are going to be that team. I do believe the St. Louis Cardinals will be that team. I'm a homer, which leaves the wild card as the most exciting conversation in all of sports right now. Is it the Nationals? Is it the Brewers? Is it the Cubs? I think it's the Brewers for one. And then what can this Nationals team do? What can this Cubs team do? I know the Nationals are, I think, like 500 over their last 10. I think the Cubs are too. So where do you get the Mets aren't out of it? Yeah, they're three and a half back. Three and what? Half. They still got a shot. Yeah, they do. They're not in the mix. They got a pitching staff if it gets going. Yeah. They're guys they're seven seven they won seven out of their last ten, and they got a really strong pitching staff. Too little, too freaking late. Yeah, I know. Could be. They're still in it. They're still in it though. They're, this is your East Coast New York bias speaking here, you two. So Washington Nationals fan, how good does it feel seeing Bryce Harper? And the Philadelphia Phillies out of contention. Is that like the the best day of your life every day when you see the Harperless Nationals ahead in the standings? Baseball's best when its superstars are at the top. So what you're saying right now is blasphemy. <laughs> well, for the whole league, I said, "Hey, Washington National fan, specifically." They have some young kids. Even listen to me, Fred. Who are going to miss the playoffs there? Yeah, because everyone's coming out of the Central. The Cubs are not coming out of the Central. They've just fallen apart. They're bullpen. Yep, pretty rough. Rough to watch. They got a divorce from success. Oh, wait, I'm thinking of Ben Zobrist. You think, oh, bringing that <laughs> oh. fire. Ooh, Cubs-Cardinals day. Love I it. I think uh, the, the second they signed you, Darvish. Once, actually, once, once Theo Epstein he pitched went against the grain. Too many injuries, though. They've got a lot of injuries. You know, people, what are you a Cubs apologist yeah, what now, is this Vital? All of a Vital? Oh, I got half my You're a Brewers homer. Cubs, Cubs uh, uh, fans, and half the other, the other half uh, Brewers fans. How many? How many nephews you got named Addison? <laughs> Such a good joke. Such a smart joke. A lot of Theos, though. I bet. A lot of Theos. A lot of Addison. A lot of yeah. A lot of Theos in Chicago and Boston. This is my. This is my niece Addison. This is my nephew Wrigley. They're great. Big White Sox fans. Speaking of baseball, you want to talk some fantasy baseball, Fred? Oh, God, no. And I'm going to keep the listener from hearing it. Listen to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the 
Sports Animal. Every weekend until February is an NFL weekend van. Woot woot. You like Thursday night football? Uh, in general or this last game? Uh, both. Uh, yes to the first one, no to the second one. That was a snoozer, brother. Snoozer. Congratulations to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Wires? Waz? Jaguar, Jaguar, Wars, Jaguars, Jaguars. What is this? Jaguars. <laughs> All right, on the count of three, everyone say it. One, two, three. Byron Jaguar. Wars. Okay. Two four six zero six one zero. What's your favorite spotted wilderness animal? We're taking those calls now. All if right. you say lynx, it, I'm going to tell you it's stripes. Stripes. Tennessee Titans covered the spread. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. No, I don't think. They, I think they were favorites. Actually. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry for them. I got through about a quarter and a half of that one. Okay, you're doing better than me. Yeah. It was raining. So was life. No one could block. Well, there's that. Penal- there was a penalty every other play. That seems like too many. I think an NFL record 15 penalties. Is that a fact? In the first half? What? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. You got through 20 minutes? What did I do? Let me double check that. Don't quote me. Here's my problem right now with NFL football. I set aside a certain time for it. I'm watching it Sunday afternoons from the time it starts to the time it finishes. And that's when I watch football. I don't really have time for it on Mondays. I don't really have time for it on Thursdays. I just have the time that it's supposed to be. The NFL owns one day. They own Sunday. They own the whole thing. Sure. They don't get Monday. You know what Monday is? Pro wrestling. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's been pro wrestling since 1991. Three. Sorry, NFL. Thursday? I got to watch Friends. Do you now? No, I've never watched Friends. <laughs> this is a real thing from my childhood. I was graduating junior high school in the summer of, or in the spring of 1998. Okay. On the exact same night of the Seinfeld finale. And people were in uproar. They didn't want to go to the graduation for the junior high children because they were missing the final episode of Seinfeld. This is a real story. It's a big deal. I remember watching the finale of Cheers with my parents. Like the whole town shut down. We had like a viewing party. No, they shut down the lights and Cheers. Yeah. Ah, ah, very nice. We're talking greatest finales in serial episodic television. MASH? MASH and Seinfeld are one, two, right? They have to be. There has to be a bigger one. There has to be a greater Game of Thrones. No. Nope. Nope. You lost that one, homie. Denver Broncos are at your Green Bay Packers this Sunday. Who do you got? Packers easily vital i know you got the packers we'll move on from that one <laughs> that broncos team tough loss against the bears last weekend huh thought they had it there at the end what, what about that loss against the raiders how about fourth and 15 there 
and the uh, the Bears get a 25-yard pass play. And then they, they flag uh, Bradley Chubb, their uh, defensive end for Denver. For, they flag him for an uh, illegal hit, which, come on. Yeah, that was that's pretty candy corn right there. If the Simpsons ever concludes, I think that'll be the greatest one. Bro, you just ripped it out of my mouth. That is so unfair. <laughs> be a lot of cameos. That'd be a long one. You gotta do like a three hour special. 30, 35 years? Uh, 89. It started, 89. Yeah, it started in 89. The Tracy Ullman show. The, oh, took it. Oh. Yeah. Fun you fact. Took the words right out of my mouth. Well, I owed you one. Bingles Bills. Who you got, Fred? I'm I've bought into Buffalo. Same. I can't believe I just said that sentence. I'm a Josh Allen homer. Kids got it. Yeah, I like him. He's he, got legs he and make, a cannon. He can make throws when he's pressured. I think that's a sign of a good quarterback. Buffalo minus six. Vitality that change your opinion at all on betting? The, you taking the parlay? No, nah, I don't get into that stuff. Oh, okay. It's straight, the great straight pick'em guy, Vital. Greater than Frazier. It's the best spinoff of all time, The Simpsons. Well, I mean, it was still The Simpsons on. Tracy Ullman show. Yeah, but then they spun off into their own show. That's what right. I'm saying. Well, that's that's not. I don't think that's what a spinoff is. For I do think that's what it is. That's not what a spinoff. <laughs> Frazier is a spinoff from Cheers. Who got Jets at the Patriots, Fred? Who you well, got? I mean, we're not even picking that one. That's the Patriots. It's, I want to see this young upstart Antonio Brown kids. No, see how he does a little on bit, the Patriots. A little bit of confusion there. A talented kid. I want to see him play for these how about Patriots. The best quarterback matchup: Casey and Baltimore. Ooh, that's going to be a, a fun really good one. one. That's the game of the week, isn't it? The matchup of Nike headband ninja headbands. Oh, my God, so good. He's on every commercial now, too. Old Patty Mahomes. Mama's Family, also a spinoff. It was on the Carol Burnett show. I don't know if you're familiar with that bad boy right there. Uh-huh. The Detroit Lions are at the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. Philadelphia, 6.5 point favorite, excuse me, 6.5 favorite. You're taking the over-under, 46 and a half. Oh, my God. What's the weather? <laughs> in Philly. It is, it is like that, isn't it, in Philly? It could be beautiful today. It could be terrible tomorrow. I think Matthew Stafford's going to sling it around. Carson Wentz is a playa. So good. He stays healthy. He'll be one of the best. They got a lot of injuries, Philly, but I like him at home. Same. I'm with you on that one. Congratulations to the Indianapolis Colts is their favorite home against the Atlanta Falcons. Look at the surprise on my face. You got Indiana? I don't. Yeah? No, I got a, I got Atlanta going into hostile territory there. And Same. Colts are a pretty interesting ragtag bunch. They could put some good games together. Decent defense, they got some good skill players. Receivers on offense, you know. I yeah. think Brissett did a good job last weekend. I agree. Without Mary Tyler Moore, Carol Burnett would never have got to the point she got to in her career. Well, she retired early, before her prime. At the end of every episode, Vital, she'd tug on her ear, to say hi to her grandma. So that's the sweetest thing ever. There you go. There's a little <laughs> little tidbit right there. Uh, we all have the Vikings over the Raiders, correct? Yeah, that's a softball. It's a softball yeah. for me as well. Um, the biggest blowout of the week will be the Dallas Cowboys triumphing over the Miami Dolphins, this undoubtedly. The story with the Vikings is Kirk Cousins is playing way beneath his pay grade. What's going on with that, Vital? What's wrong with yeah, Kirk Cousins? How come Cousins? you get the money 
Do you see some like some form problems? Well, I, here here's Mechanics. a perfect example of why organizations just they they're so in fear of missing out on a quarterback. They'll pay him a lot of money, and I think that's what Minnesota did. Yeah, that's the market value that he got eighty four million. But you look at right now, nine teams in the NFL. We're not even a quarter of way through the season have already gotten new quarterbacks. Nine teams have had to make quarterback changes. Can you get so you don't get good ones when you do have them? You know who doesn't need a quarterback? Baltimore Ravens or Kansas City Chiefs? No, that's what Vital was saying earlier. Yeah, he was saying that's the matchup of all matchups. It's a good one. You need a top fifteen quarterback. I'm not even saying top ten or top five. You just have to be in the yeah. t- the top half. Then you're in the mix. But once they get top third, in the fame words of Gloria Clemente from White Man Can't Jump, the money. Mm-hmm. Foods with the letter Q. It just fall apart. <laughs> you got another good game? What's besides Ravens, Chiefs, Saints, Seahawks? The best game? I know. See I how think the Teddy Bridgewater does? Night. Yeah, it's, it's Rams, Rams Browns. Browns. Yeah. I'm excited to see how Teddy Browns Bridgewater winning. does. I'm sorry, Vital. Who you got? I got the Browns in an upset Sunday night Ooh. football. Well, they're at home. Is that really an upset? Because I, I saw L.A. chasing three. And I mean, you, you play a field goal at home, right? So I, I feel like Cleveland in the dog pound. Dog pound, baby. DPG. I think the Browns are about to bust out. They got way too many talented players to, to play so mediocre like they have been so far. Do you know what helps you bust out? Bill primetime game against people arguably call the best football team in all of football, and if you get that big W, mm-hmm. then you get the national coverage that you're looking for. Because it's not isolated anymore. It's not the it's not the beat writer anymore. You know, now it's hope they got Mayfield mic'd up for this one. That's going to be a good one. You think they will? I doubt it. I hope they yeah. bring Mike Tyson out. A lot of bleeps. Put him on the <laughs> sideline. Tyson. Just let him commentate. They on did it. that the other day with the Jaguars. Wars. Jaguars. Jaguars. Who? Mike I, Tyson. Tyson? Yeah. The, I miss that. Yeah, he was like, I traded him. Oh, I can't do a Tyson. Do you, all right, do your Tyson. We talk about how you traded in your white tiger for a Jaguar. I'm not going to do Tyson right now. I can't come into this cold doing voices. We're about four minutes away. From Bullsnake's Kenny Thomas. Lobo legend Kenny Thomas, y'all. We're coming to the program. We're going to talk about some hoop. I'm going to ask him who his favorite character is from White Men Can't Jump. His favorite spotted big cat. If he says anyone but Sidney Dean, I'm about to call Kenny Thomas a liar. <laughs> Listen to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. It's Saturday. It's 7 a.m. This is AVQ Central with your hosts, Fred Slow and Van Nunley. All right, all right, all right, fire them it starts right now on The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. It's the 8 o'clock hour. Listen to AVQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. We're currently awaiting a phone call from Albuquerque Bullsnakes. Minority team owner, Kenny Thomas. Talk about what's going on with the bull snakes. Until then, Van. What up, homie? I already told you, it's white men can't jump. Okay. Then what do you got? Space Jam? We're talking basketball movies all the time? Semi-pro? 
What about uh, everybody's default answer? More than a game. Hoosiers. God, that's a good one, isn't it? Well, for me, it's white men can't jump. For me, it's white men can't jump as well. What was the Reggie Theus uh, uh, show? Hang time, dog. I grew up watching that one. I'm not familiar with that little one. Hang time. More than a game was the LeBron James one. That was like a one when I was a kid. I was like, oh my God, that's LeBron James. LeBron James. What about? Loving basketball. He got game. He got game. Blue chips. So good. Mm Mm-hmm. That's number two on my basketball movies, Blue Chips. Hoop Dreams, near the top. Hoop Dreams up there. Above the rim, obviously. Uh, if you're a DiCaprio guy, Basketball Diaries, that's that's top tier. I'm a big Tupac guy, so Above the Rim's way up there. Yeah. These are all off the top of my head. Yeah. Because that's... When Tupac does like the, the finger thing in front of his mouth and spits out a razor blade, I got chills when I was a kid. You remember that scene? Do you remember when I was a kid and I always wanted to, for some reason, handcuff a briefcase to my wrist? Yeah. Not sure where that you was. You still talk about that all the time. So I always wanted something important enough to be in a briefcase and put it to my wrist. Still waiting. Kane Thomas from the Albuquerque Bull Snakes. They got a big game coming up. So one on one, who wins? Okay, Shaquille O'Neal from Blue Chips or Michael J. Fox from Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I got Michael J. Fox <laughs> all the way. The thing is, he could turn into a wolf. You could just jump over Shaq, right? Okay, way more fair matchup. We talk about like Shaq in his prime, or like fifty-year-old Shaq now. Well, yeah, we're talking about Shaq Stradamus. Because in his prime, I think it would be a pretty good one-on-one match. Okay, especially if he has some kind of like fur allergy. Werewolf version of Michael J. Fox from Teen Wolf versus the dog from Air Bud. Oh man! Now you're talking. Who's producing the movie? <laughs> If we're doing Spike Lee joint. If we're doing Spike Lee, I got Teen Wolf. If we got <laughs> Disney, I'm going Air Bud. Who you got, Vital? Who you got in this big matchup? I'm staying out of this one. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, one on one. Sydney versus Billy. White men can't jump. Okay, so this has already been proven before. Okay. Sydney okay. is the better street ball player. Sure. Billy. Okay. Is the better purist. Yeah. He's got a great jump shot. He got the jump shot. shot. Sydney got flat. Don't leave that kid open. Shooter. That's what they used to say on the court. Anytime I used to play a little basketball. Anytime I'd go out there. And by the way, listener. I'm not. No, what's the best way to say? I'm the fairest skinned guy you've ever seen. Yeah. So when I would touch the ball. Shooter. Because I can't go to the rim. Can't do that. I'm, I am Billy Doyle. All right, one on one. Who you got? Are they playing basketball? <laughs> no, this one's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> do you got Samuel L. Jackson? Okay, as Coach Carter. Yes. Or do you got Gene Hackman as Norman Dale? No weapons. Special guest referee, Mister Cooper, from Hanging with Mister Cooper. <laughs> We're talking Thunderdome rules here, right? Like, yeah, who, oh, sure. Whoever wins runs Barter Town. Yep. It's Coach Carter. It's got to be Coach Carter, it's, right? Yeah, and it's not close. It's just not close at all. Coach Carter to me is one of those. No, uh, but you got to watch out for those those wiry, small-town Indiana guys. Joining us now for the first time, hopefully a lot of times, 
Albuquerque Bull Snakes team owner Kenny Thomas. Kenny Thomas, welcome to the program. Good morning, my friend. Hey, how you doing, man? Doing good. You're on the air right now with Fred Sullivan, Van Nunley, Mike Vitale, producing the little program here. We're talking Bull Snakes basketball. Bull Snakes got a lot going on. Exhibition season's currently underway. Kenny, can you uh, kind of tell everyone what's going on here in town with the the new ABA game? No, it's um, it's really exciting being able to come in and meet Nick, which is the owner. Um, just being able to have this opportunity to be a minority owner slash ambassador for the Bull Snakes is something exciting. Um, being able to use my use my name to bring different opportunities for the Bull Snakes. Really looking forward to preseason game over the Sleda. Um, towards the end of this month. I think it's the 29th. So it's going to be real exciting. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, The website says they're going to play on October the 29th over there at Isleta against the South Phoenix Knights. So that's going to be the first ABA matchup in the exhibition season. So that's excited for this team here. The The team, though, can you talk about that a little bit? Talk about its local talent. It's, it's guys from the ABQ and surrounding. Can you kind of maybe excite the fan base a little bit here and let them know who they're going to see? See, the nice thing about it is because the way Nick has it set up, right now there's a lot of guys that played at UNM and a lot of local guys. So that's actually a good thing, um, being able to have an outlet for the UNM guys to be able to play when they're done. That's that's great, especially the fact that I went to UNM. And me, me coming back to Albuquerque and doing some things with the university and um, to be more involved with different things and – um, the Bull Snakes, it's it's going to be nice because we're going to work hard to be able to uh, keep it going. I mean, I know Bobo basketball is everything in Albuquerque um, when it comes to basketball, but at the same time, this is going to be a great outlet um, for the Lobo guys and some other um, guys from other cities and things like that being able to participate. So I'm looking forward to it. This is my first basketball team that I've been a part of. So it's it's going to be exciting. Hey, Kenny Van here. Uh, you going to get on the court a little bit too? Because uh, when I <laughs> when I think about Kenny Thomas playing in the ABA, I just think about uh, Billy Madison pelting elementary school kids with uh, dodgeballs. <laughs> you gonna get some? You gonna get some playing time, man? Man, forty two years old. No. Oh, no, come I'm on! Good. You still got it. I know you got it, baby. I'm good. And I, I mean, if we can't. If, if it came down to it, me getting out there and working with the guys and things like that, I'm always down for that to help the the ABA team. But at the same time, I think of Dr. J back in the day when he played on the, in the ABA league. That's kind of like what I – all the different highlights and all that stuff of him playing in the ABA before it was the NBA was kind of amazing. So, um, yeah, For sure, man. It's so cool. Kenny, you're you're an yeah. Albuquerque legend. You went to Albuquerque High School. You starred there. You went to UNM. You starred there. And here you are back in Albuquerque. I see um, you uh, had a little partnership with the Isleta Pueblo a while back. You want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. So basically back in July, Isleta brought me in to do a basketball clinic with just their kids on their Pueblo. Um, we ended up having like 100 and I would say 120, 130 kids oh, over wait. at their rec center. Um, it was it was a really good time. So we're looking at possibly doing some more basketball clinics and things like that as well. Um, looking at um, trying to do some more partnerships with 
Isleta and Route 66 with some different opportunities that I have and different resources that I'm trying to bring to the table. Um, but at the same time, I'm doing some stuff with the city and the state. Um, there's something big coming up pretty soon. Um, I'm just trying to just trying to stay involved in the community and being able to give back to the bull snakes and try and build up the, this whole franchise in Albuquerque is going to be good, and it's, I think it's good for the city. And bringing it um, ba- bringing it back to the bull snakes, Kenny. Like whenever you came back in July for for to work with the sled and do their stuff, was is that the time when when you and Nick Lucero came together? Is that the time when you and the bull snakes kind of discovered each other and how you'd be able to be mutually beneficial? Can you can you maybe talk about how your relationship with the team started and why you're as excited as the rest of Albuquerque should be? So basically, what happened is is that I met Nick when I when I did go back there for. Um, the basketball clinic, and I had gone back after that as well. Um, in the last, like, I would say two months, I've been there for like a month, um, ended up meeting Nick. Um, he was talking to somebody that works for me and, and advises me, and the next thing you know, here I am being an ambassador and then a minority owner. Um, I, I think Nick sees my value with my name and, um, being able to be in Albuquerque and bring, being able to bring different aspects, if it's um, sponsorships or whatever it is, being able to help the bull snake. Um, in the last like month and a half, there's been so many different things that have happened in that community because I haven't been in that community for a couple of years, which is kind of crazy to me. But I think now that there's a, there's some different politicians and people in place that that see my value and what I can bring to the table. And that's one of the things that Nick sees as well, my value. So, The Isleta Rec Center, that's going to be, like you said, next Sunday the 29th. So I apologize, I missed smoke earlier. Next Sunday the 29th, uh, Isleta Rec Center. How is that venue? Is that a good little venue for basketball over there, Kenny? I'm... Oh, it's a, it's a great venue, actually. It's, it looks like a high school court. Oh, that's so um, The Thunderbirds used to play there when they were in town. They used to have their games there. And the facility, I would say, what it's it, it holds a decent amount of people, um, and that's kind of what Nick is looking for as far as the space because we're actually in talks with Isleta trying to um, solidify us being able to play there on a regular basis, and we're also in the process of hopefully even connecting with the Navajo Nation because I'm looking at doing some things with them. So um, along with the Bull Snakes, we're looking at possibly having some games up there with the Navajo Nation too. Um, I know you guys probably saw that documentary on Netflix with the Navajo Nation and their team, the the team that they were playing. Um, um, The team that they had that they were going around playing basketball, the little Netflix um, series that they had with the Navajo Nation. You got to check that out. It was really good. Um, basketball. Just looking to do yeah, things with their community and things like that. So. Yeah, that basketball or nothing documentary, I know exactly what you're talking about. That thing was, uh, it, that's a gritty one. That's, and if you haven't seen it yet, it's relatively new on Netflix. I, and is it, it's a season, I think. It's like a TV show. I don't think it's like a, I think it's like a couple episodes. Yeah, it's a series, right? Yeah, it's a little series. Yeah, we, I think it's like six or seven yeah. different different shows or something like that we would be we'd be disturbed kenny if we didn't uh give an opportunity to friend of the show to have one little shout out right here with you and that's our friend devin williams 
Devin Williams is is a close personal friend of ours. He's done the program before, and and if if you can be in love with a man in the way that I am, I am in love with him. So, have you had a chance to to meet Devin? Have you had a chance to talk about uh, Bull Snake's uh, superstar, Devin Williams? No, actually, I haven't had a chance to meet the guys yet. Got to um, see the kid hoop. Got to see him hoop. He can play, Kenny. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see the guys play. I've seen their bios and things like that, but I have not seen them play yet. He's a guard, right? Or is uh, he a big man? No, he's a big man. He, but, he, but, I mean, he handles the ball. He plays all over the court. He's uh, he's going to be unrecognizable, though. Took off the dreads. Oh, Just took the dreads off. He's going to try to add a couple inches to that vertical. That's what happens when you, <laughs> when you take the dreads off. Uh, Kenny, before we let you go one last time, can you kind of tell us when's the next game coming up and, and anything prudent the listener needs, how to contact the team if they so wish to do so, and – and and one more time, just say thank you to you for, for what you're doing with the team. Man, I'm really looking forward to um, being on the Sports Animal game with you guys. I totally appreciate it. Um, once again, um, the exhibition game is September 29th at 3.30 at Isleta Casino. I mean, not, not Casino, Isleta Rec Center. You can actually look up the Rec Center. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh also, at the same time, you can follow me on social media, Kenny Thomas NBA. I'll be posting um, the different games and all the different stuff that we have going on because there will be stuff that I will be doing in the community, and I will be showing up for games and things like that as well. So people could come out, say hi to me. I'll sign autographs. I'll do whatever. I'm there for the Bull Snakes and the team and, and trying to get this going. Uh, Kenny, I don't know if you're listening in on the show right before you called in, but uh, we were doing some really hard-hitting German- journalism. What's your favorite basketball movie, dude? <laughs> Chips. Oh, we didn't even come. Yeah. Chips. Yeah. Chips. That is a good one. Back in, the day, one. back in the day, I was called Shack of the Whack. So, yeah, uh, baby. <laughs> so, that, so that puts your number two favorite movie as White Men Can't Jump, which is obviously the all-time best basketball movie of all time. Wesley Snipes. It's, yes. Yeah, baby. It's not even close. There's Sidney Dean is, well, is unarguably the best written character Space, in basketball. Space Jams. You know there's another one about to come out, so well, that's good, too. You know I'm going to be in theater just like I was for the first one on that. So, yeah. Kenny, thank you for taking the time right. this morning. We're excited about the Bull Snakes. You have a good energy, and I'm excited about you bringing that to the team. Thanks, man. I'm looking forward to being back on the show. Whenever you guys want me, let me know. Yes, sir. Have a good one and a blessed day. There you go. Right back at you, man. Kenny, Thanks, Kenny. Kenny Thomas, friend of the show. Good dude. Kenny Thomas. Somebody tweet it. Lobo legend. Somebody tweet it. That's exciting, man. It's exciting the basketball is back. Get some big names involved now. ABA basketball. And my boy Devin Williams. Wrecking shop. Can't wait to see the next game. Let's do it. The 29th. I'll go. You know I'm going. I'm going. I'll be there. You know what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to try to get in that halftime, half-court shot. You know, you know what I think I'm going to try to do is get Devin Williams' old dreadlocks. <laughs> I'm, going to make, I'm going to wear a Devin Williams dreadlocks wig to the next game. He put him on the gram. He was like, rip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's grab a break. We're going to do one more segment. I don't really have it lined up. I don't have a plan yet. This is good radio. I'll figure it out. After 15 minutes, though, Rob Port and I... Play-by-play for the UNM Lobos as they take on New Mexico State Aggies today here in Albuquerque. You're listening to ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.
Big thank you to Albuquerque Bullsnakes Ambassador Kenny Thomas. If you missed it, get it on the podcast, talkabq.com. 11-year NBA veteran. All-time Lobo great. We, good to have him on. We had Kenny on for all the time. We didn't even talk to the NBA. We just talked Bullsnakes. We'll get him back. We'll talk more. And his love of Shaquille O'Neal and <laughs> Blue Chips. Nick Nolte, before he went all Nick Nolte. A young Nick Nolte. Who was the stun double for Gary Busey in the 1993 Point Break? I think that that was just a night out on the town. Oh, okay, yeah. that's my mistake. Speaking of a night out, could have had one this past weekend. Excuse me, this past Thursday night, as hundreds of individuals um, gathered outside of Area 51. Yeah, aka Coachella for dudes who live in their mom's basement. The uh, well, that's <laughs> the terrible aka. In all seriousness, no one showed up for the raid of Area 51, which was much publicized and excited by the internet. A.K.A. Bonnaroo for neckbeards. They they wanted to, quote, see them aliens. So instead of a million people showing up, they get like 300. We've got a caller, Craig. Craig is welcome to the program. Craig, is this hot takes from Storm Area 51? No, man. <laughs> I, do li- I, I do like to listen to old Art Bell shows, though. It's oh, that's pretty a cool awesome. dude. That's, that's a good reference. What's going on, you Craig? Know, good morning, my friend. What about semi-pro? Oh, it's so good. Oh, we didn't get to that What yet. about the body of work that Will Ferrell has done for all Olympic sports? Kicking and screaming. <laughs> Kicking and screaming soccer, is way underrated. magnum opus. Yeah. What we're overlooking, Craig, is Woody Harrelson starred in both White Men Can't Jump and semi-pro. So is he one movie away from Kevin Costner's status in the basketball realm? That's the question, Craig. I don't- I don't know. He needs to do one more to complete like a Swayze type trilogy. So you're saying you know, like Roadhouse, with, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Roadhouse, Point Break, and of course, Next of Kin. Oh. Ooh, good okay. reference. That's the Holy Trinity. Digging deep, Craig, with the Holy Trinity. Of Digging Trinity. in and the then, crates, dog. And then I, I wanted to ask Kenny Thomas because he you know there is the promo where he. Uh, where he met Pamela Anderson and she knew who he was. And I wonder if that's somehow like he's going back in his past. If that's how he came up with the bull snakes for a team mascot. I'm, I'm thinking maybe that's what she called him. Okay. Ooh. There it is. Okay. Craig is all right. Bringing the, all right. In all seriousness, Pamela Speaking Anderson one-on-one battles. Yeah. that's Who's going to win in this matchup? Pamela Anderson or my childhood ambition to meet Pamela Anderson <laughs> would not would not be <laughs> okay, Borat. Craig, you're going to go out on the on the 29th. You're going to go down to Isleta and check out this basketball team. Um, probably not. Oh, oh you're going to miss us. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's better. There you go, Craig. We appreciate <laughs> we'll taking a ticket, Craig. Yeah, we appreciate you taking the time and, and taking the Thanks, making guys. the call to the program. You have a good have morning. A good morning. A little basketball talk. Basketball talk all morning. We'll talk all day. Storm Area 51. If we don't get Kenny Thomas back on and talk oh, you know Pam Anderson and the trappings of being a NBA legend. There are so many conversations that Kenny Thomas can have off the air. Sure. And if they're Pam Anderson-based, I can have them with him. Don, you're on the program. Don, welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome back to town. Oh, thank you, We missed friend. you, Don. <laughs> 
I just wanted to say, I was pair of fans. I'm a big Bullsnake fan. I've seen some practices in an exhibition game or two, and it is something that you got to un- unbelievably prepared for. It is run and gun basketball like you've never seen it. They get up and down, don't they? They get up and down, and it's over the rim play and uh, the three point shots and that beautiful swirl of that bas- red, white, and blue basketball. Ooh. It is something to see. Poetic. Very entertaining. Poetic, Don. So you're going to be out there on the 29th at Isleta? Yes, I do believe. Yeah, well, we're if definitely. If I can find it. Yeah, we, well, it's, I mean, it's Googleable. You can Googleable it. Right. Yeah, yeah that, well, we'll see you out there. We're going to catch the next game and yeah. uh, hang out with our homie D. Wills. That's, it's going to be good King for us, Don. But yeah, we're going to make well, yeah. sure. We're gonna... I look forward to meeting you guys. I'll, I'll be looking for that six foot five guy first. I'm sure he'll show <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, he's the easy one to find. Yeah, he's the easiest one. You know, guys, I was trying to find your faces on on the on the Google, and I, all I saw was a shot of you body wise. Oh well, what's going on there? I'm glad you didn't say yeah, you saw my mug shot. Talkabq.com, Don. That's where we got everything at. So if you want to find us on social media, everything's at Talkabq. Oh, okay. So that's sure. Twitter, the Gram. Facebooks. Get on us at Facebook. There's plenty of pictures. Yeah. And then Facebook. And then 610, the sports animal, is so kind to give us a little show page there. So they. You know, for, for people that are going to come to see the Bull Snakes, uh, be prepared. It, you can't take it all in. It's just. And of course, it's a high school basketball court length, so it's even quicker. Oh, we. No, and a... it's just unbelievable. I want to also say hi to Mr. Poitnoy. Oh, yeah. Coming up. Yeah, he's going to be on about five minutes. We're five minutes. He is a professional caliber basketball broadcaster he did the thunderbirds years ago and just outstanding for two years at a professional level he should be doing nba games somewhere he really should oh, he's a top he's that good he's a top tier guy he uh, i've and i've told i've said this before about rob there's no one i want to listen to for three hours tell a better story about baseball than rob portnoy hey, if, if anyone's going to yeah. steal rob it's going to be the mlb that, yeah. dude, that dude needs to be calling he, baseball at a yeah. high level the lobos football is fortunate to have him because he he could whatever thing he is passionate about he is the best at so we're, we're fortunate to have him on the show yeah he's gotten security with being the lobo uh broadcaster i think that's important but i think he could step up to a level of, of nba or probably pro baseball at any point and i hope he stays He's very entertaining. He really is. Yeah, he's well. And I know he's got a lot of stake in town. With you know, he's got he's got the he's got the the altitude park over there. He does all that kind of stuff. So he yeah, he's a cool guy. He's invested in the area, and I have no doubt he's going to be here. Uh, but I want to say hi to him and say Don says hi. He'll remember me uh, from the okay. Thunderbirds and John sure. Cofino, Coach John Cofino, and no, uh, I want to really say hi. It's been I, I haven't seen him in years, but I, I, I do listen to him. He's doing great. Thank well, you guys. Oh no problem, my friend Don. Thank you for taking the time to call the program. Number one fan, really. Yeah, yeah. We 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 feel a lot of calls. Donna's a part of them, so yeah. that's that's a nice thing. It's nice to have that connection with the listener base. One final story before we hit the break and get Rob Portnoy talking to UNM football. This big matchup today. You sent me the craziest link I had ever seen earlier this week, Van. <laughs> that's my favorite story of the week. Will you real in the quickest of three minutes? Will you kind of give me a rundown on what this story was and why? Okay, as we know. There is a huge population of the Amish from Pennsylvania. That is true. The Pennsylvania Amish. And two of their Amish rock stars okay. fleed from police after they got it pulled over for DWI. Why did they Not do in that? a car, Fred. No. In their horse and carriage. No, they're buggy. And they had a makeshift boombox blasting oh, Tupac. God. And they had a case of mike's hard lemonade no it's a 12 pack of michelob ultra no it was michelob ultra on the roof and mike's hard lemonade in the cab 
and they're still at large. When they well, like we, how inept is small town Pennsylvania police? If you let two Amish dudes flee on foot. It's not rum set. It's rum set hard. They they went hard. Oh my These goodness. guys trying to get out of it. So I t- there's always a fun story like that where it's uh where yeah we're gonna do something crazy. You're not gonna see it coming, and then afterwards we're gonna face no consequence because how you gonna hey he kind of he had a beard and a hat. I I didn't he didn't have ID on him, so I don't quite know. But and the Amish aren't like. A tribal community they don't like self-police like they have to obey the law yes they have you to don't go to amish court like you got to go to real courts it's not like wrestlers court <laughs> when we come back we're gonna get rob portnoy on the program we're gonna talk unm football you're listening to abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal welcome back to the program We're going to talk a little football as the New Mexico State Aggies visit Dreamstyle Stadium today to take on your New Mexico Lobos. Woof, woof, woof. We could tell you all about it, but instead we're going to go to an expert because that's how we do it here on the program. Voice of Lobo Athletics, Rob Portnoy joins us. Rob, good morning, my friend. How you doing? What's going on, boys? I'm feeling good, looking good, but we're only second tier compared to you, Rob, as we're excited for this big football matchup, the rivalry football in late September. Yeah, this is the one every year. I mean, uh, you, you'll see it uh, for the first time up close. Um, I mean, I, I, this, you know, somebody I was asked earlier this week, what makes this rivalry different? Why does this one stand out compared to rivalries that, you know, you might know around the country, Michigan, Ohio State, Auburn, Alabama, something like that. Um, this one is special for me because, the people that are on both sides, often they're in the same family. Uh, often they, they work in the same office. I mean, they literally are friends, and yet there's this, when, it, when these two schools meet, it, it becomes really heated. And it's just, I think there's a very... You, uh, you, you a talking uh, Hatfield McCoy here, Rob? Is that what we got going on here? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Montague and Capulet. Those uh, there are the we go. Two, those are the two families I was thinking of. You were right on line with me. I was like, <laughs> as I was going, yes, Hatfield McCoy, it's Montague and Capulet. There you go. The exciting thing about a little midday football here in, in UNM is is whenever the Aggies come to town, it's it's anything can happen, right? It's it's no, they're neither of these teams are necessarily favored to win all the games. Neither of these teams are necessarily. Um, although congratulations to the Aggies, who I saw just signed a big bowl deal with ESPN yeah, like, like earlier this week. But, yeah, these they bring it out in a way to where it's just pure fandom because this is, this is the bowl game, right? This is the one to where at the end you have the bragging rights, and, and you've been part of this for a long time now, Rob. How, how well does that bragging rights last for the next 365 days for that winning team? Oh, it, it is nonstop. Let me just put it that way. When you get them – you use them, and you use it as often as you can. Those bragging rights I'm talking about. I, it's just another funny thing, too, in terms of, um, you know, rivalry. We think of rivalry, and it's, and it's, it's got to be, uh, it, it's be two-sided, right? It's not a rivalry if, if there isn't um, some tension, there isn't some doubt. And uh, after Mike Loxley was let go, and, you know, Loxley lost three times in a row to these guys, uh, New Mexico State, uh, Bob Davey came in and re- restored order to the, to the rivalry. He, uh, he won his first four, 
and Coach Davey is, is five out of seven as the head coach at New Mexico. And it really, there, there's been dominance in, in stretches in this rivalry where New Mexico um, has knocked the Aggies around. But since my first Rio Grande rivalry is the Voice of the Lobos, which was in 2013, Coach Davey's second game, um, New Mexico hung 66 points on the Aggies uh, here in Albuquerque. Uh, Cole Gauchi went nuts running the football. Casey Carrier was unstoppable. Um, he's a record-setting back in, in UNM history, single-season rushing record holder, broke Dontrell Moore's record um, actually the year before. Uh, but it didn't look like a rivalry. And yet every game since then, guys, even though the Lobos won four in a row, then the Aggies won two, now New Mexico won last year, every single one of those games, the last six, has come down to the fourth quarter. And that's, for me, what has you know, come to symbolize this rivalry. It doesn't matter whether like the Lobos are the bowl team back in 2016 and uh, that year New Mexico State won, or when the Aggies are the bowl team like they were two years ago. You can toss everything out because it's going to go down maybe the last five minutes like it has a bunch of times here over the last decade. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a really good battle, really heated rivalry. And it's, it's a tough one for me because I'm basically in this situation. I'm basically Switzerland because uh, I lived in Las Cruces for six years and then a, a decade here in Albuquerque. So I know how crazy the rivalry is on both sides. But let's uh, break it down some X's and O's here. What should our listeners expect to see during the game? doesn't even have a tight end on its roster. I mean, it's, it's really weird to look at a, a roster of 100 guys and not see tight ends next to any names. Um, they will bring in a couple of guys uh, who are listed as defensive ends occasionally to play the position uh, really exclusively to block. We'll have a story if they throw to, the, the ball to one of these guys. Um, so what you're looking at with New Mexico State is, is a, it's just a true spread. Um, they, they will always have at least three wide receivers on the field, um, and that's in, in when they're in two backs. And they will as often, or even more often, have four wide receivers on the field with one back. Uh, they will throw the ball, and they'll throw it, and they'll throw it some more. And they have two really explosive guys who can catch it. Actually, three, if you want to count the, the transfer from Baylor. But the Lobo fans know Jason Huntley and O.J. Clark very well. Huntley's the tailback, and Clark... Um, is the wide receiver, and the two of them combined are about as tall as Fred. I mean, they uh, are really, uh, they're the, the, the speed guys. Huntley's 5'9", Clark's 5'7", and when they get the ball in space, they can undress you um, and, you know, leave you standing there without your shoes. I mean, it's, it's, they're really exciting to watch. Uh, two years ago, they had unbelievable games against the Lobos, both of them here in Albuquerque. New Mexico kind of uh, controlled them a little bit better, um, you know, in, in terms of, of what happened last season. But Huntley still went for a, a 58-yard touchdown catch. So, anyway, they're unbelievable. And then the, Tony Nicholson's the graduate transfer from Baylor, and he's uh, a little bit longer, plays a little bit bigger, and definitely uh, is a complement to Clark on the opposite side. Um, Clark will line up in the slot. They'll use Clark in, in fly sweeps. Um, and Huntley is as good catching the ball of the backfield as he is running it. Is the is the carousel a quarterback? Is it done? Is it over? Is it, it we got yeah. the guy now in U and M, and this is this is the one to where, hey, get ready, fans! This is the yes. excitement and the energy and the lightning bolt that that we expect it's going to be. 
I'm so excited for this guy, not only because he's talented, but he's got a dope name. I just love saying it. I just love saying it so much. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Um, and you know what he, he did? Uh, he added to that when he uh, when his, his maternal grandfather passed away. He was really important part of his life. Basically, a, uh, his second dad is when his father was, um, you know, his father was often uh, stationed, and his his granddad, um, Funga. Funga Salonoa Tuyoti was uh, the guy that took care of uh, Tavaka and his, his uh, siblings. So anyway, it um, makes his, his name even more fun to say. And nice. in there. We, Vaca Tuyoti. We know, yeah. you, we know you spotlight those keys to victory. So is this one of them? Is this, is this what's going to put the, the Lobos over the top? Or, or what are you seeing today that, that has to so, happen at Dreamstyle Stadium? So you, you make a terrific point, Fred. I think that... If Toyota plays the way we think he can and stays healthy, then he's the quarterback the rest of the way. Uh, you know, Sharon is, a, is a, an amazing insurance policy to have. Um, Sharon Jones played a terrific game after an early pick six against New Mexico State at their place last year, and then he settled down and the Lobos, you know, rallied and came back from 14-0 down and ended up winning. Um, but, yeah, Toyota... I think he's the X factor because we we still haven't seen him uh, beat a, a an FBS team. You know, win a game where he was the guy against an FBS team. In fact, Tuyo didn't even play in this game a year ago. Two years ago, he came off the bench behind Lamar Jordan, who was struggling against the Aggies at home, and Tuyo had an incredible second half and almost rallied the Lobos to a victory. Went ten and nineteen for one hundred and fifty one and two scores. Lobos missed on a, a two-point conversion with just over a minute to go um, that would have tied the game, and the Lobos lost by two. So Tuyotis had success against New Mexico State. I just want to see him, you know, just tear up the Aggies today and then rip off three consecutive wins in a row, and let's see what he, he actually can be. He's still just a redshirt sophomore um, with all the time that he's missed. So there, there could be a lot of football left for Tuyoti in the Cherry Silver. Yeah, we're really excited for that. We would be underserved if we did not let you know that Albuquerque Thunderbirds superfan Don says hi, Rob. So, Hello, Don. So, I remember Don very so, well. Don called the pro. And then uh, real quick before we let you go, uh, Rob, uh, the listener may not know, but you're a St. Louis guy. How excited are you for the, the Cardinals in this little playoff push here at the end of the season? Yeah, I, I do have St. Louis roots. Uh, I, I joke that I'm a tourist whenever I go back there to see family because we moved away when I was four years old. And, and that's absolutely true. I, I am a tourist. But, uh, yeah, that's where my roots are. And my granddad was a huge Cardinals fan uh, going back to the Gas House gang days. So I, I got a, an early education on uh, that fan base. And, and it's been fun, man. I, you know, a couple of one-run wins over the Cubs, uh, that's never a problem. Hey, I, do you agree with this, that the Cubs fan vitriol for the Cardinals is much stronger than the Cardinal fan vitriol for the Cubs? Is that because the Cubs, you know, were the sort of the whipping boy for so long? And, and am I, is that just my perception? No. I, don't, I don't have any, like, inherent dislike of the Cubs. But boy, you talk to a Cubs fan about the Cardinals and the Cardinals. I, I talked to a guy the other day, and he said, yeah, I want to go see all 
91 uh, Major League Stadiums. Like, what are you talking about? He still never set foot in Bush. Well, Rob, <laughs> both teams have to be good for it to be a rivalry, right? <laughs> then we go back to the thing I was talking about at the beginning of the, the segment. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's uh, throw the records out the window as the Aggies <laughs> come and face the Lobos. Big rivalry matchup. Uh, sorry to the Cubs for Lou Brock. That was the whole thing the Cardinals did about a million years ago. They're going to hold on to that. Rob, where's the game at? Where can they hear you? And uh, we'll see you this afternoon. Yeah, it's at Dreamstyle Stadium. Um, we want to see you at the corner of University and Avenida Cesar Chavez. Um, it's a 2.30 kickoff. And uh, bring your vocal cords and make it impossible for New Mexico State to even uh, get its checks made at the line of scrimmage. You can also go to golobos.com and find a link. If you uh, can't make it and you're not next to radio, you can listen in online anywhere. Well, there you go. I'm going to have the best of both words. Rob, thank you so very much. You are a friend of the program. Guys, keep killing it. Thanks. Good dude. I like going to the game. I like putting the headset on on the game. I like the commentary, why it's happening. You can only get that over the air, though, because there's the delay. Rob's the best in the biz. Oh, my gosh. It broke my heart when he left the isotopes, but landed on his feet, and now he's killing it for the Lobos. Josh Sushan's a talented dude. Yeah, They're, I'm not saying he's no. not. Albuquerque is blessed with you and I to be here to join the talent pool they already have in broadcasters. That's what I'm going to say out loud. So we're going to – let's grab a quick break. We'll wrap this whole thing up here at the end. You're listening to ABQ Central and 95.9 FM and AM 610, the Sports Animal. <laughs> Just to recap the last two hours of the program, Illinois is known as the land of Lincoln – Okay. So that's important. We didn't talk enough state names, did we? There are different kinds of stripes depending on where zebras are from. Uh-huh. Everybody knows that. A- everyone knows that. That's not new info. That's not. You didn't dig into that. No. It's not new intel. Dolphins do come in pink. And hands down, and this is strictly opinion, but hands down, the greatest spinoff of all time. Frazier over the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, well, Simpsons isn't a spinoff, so it's I'm, not in the conversation. It, it is. That's not, it was tra- always just the Simpsons. Tracy Ullman show, so it's well. It was a segment on the Tracy Ullman show called The Simpsons, right? So, so you're gonna you're it's gonna still just the Simpsons. You're gonna tell me that Saturday Night Live didn't birth Wayne's World? That's a spinoff. That's a spinoff of Saturday Night Live. That's what I'm telling you. But The Simpsons isn't a spinoff of The Simpsons, Fred. No, The Simpsons is a spinoff of Tracy Ullman. No, it was a segment on. Tracy Ullman, yeah, just like Wayne's show. World, was a sketch on Saturday Night Live. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. you wouldn't have the Blues Brothers without Lauren Michaels. Correct. We're this is uh, we're talking like apples and uh, somebody's elbow. You like these apples? Third string quarterback USC Matt Fink led the Trojans over number ten Utah in a big Pac-12 matchup last night. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Okay. <laughs> After starting quarterback, Keaton Slovis was knocked out of the game. Big win for the USC Trojans. I'm in on college football right now. It takes a little bit of a backseat when you got like a big rivalry game and you got the NFL. It takes a little bit of a backseat. Got Notre Dame, Georgia today. That'll be a big one. Who you got in that one? Well, neither of them have really played anybody, right? Well, I mean, Notre Dame had a really rough week last week. That's not true as they hosted the UNM Lobos in oh. their lowest-rated TV home opener in the last 22 years. Did you see that, Vital? No one tuned in. Yeah, I couldn't believe that because they play a lot of dogs to start the season. It, well, I mean, yes. Cam Newton's out. 
Oh, what happened? He did the ankle or the foot or oh, the? Oh, it's just an injury. It's just an injury. He didn't. He didn't Antonio it Brown an ankle. it. Ankle. Yeah. He. Uh, I saw. I think he was suspended for um, poor dress. He dresses terribly. I think that's why he was. Yeah. Why did he try show. to dress up like somebody's grandma last no. week? I really like that shirt, Cam Newton. Where'd you get it? And then he literally just makes something up. He's, uh-huh. a, it was a, a, a Turkish bazaar um, yeah, clearance sure. section. <laughs> I stole it from your babushka. Yeah, don't you know? <laughs> Atlanta Braves clinched their second and consecutive NL East title. We talked Braves about are good. I called it. Braves. Shout out Dylan. I know you're super happy. The I, could see, I could see Braves and Astros right now. Ooh. I like that. I like that a lot. You don't know this. the second one. You don't know this, Vital, but if the Astros make it to the World Series, which we both believe that they will, I owe Van a World Series ticket. Yes, you do. So, really? Can't, yeah. Can't tell our listeners why. No, but. But he does. I owe Van, as he is the greatest friend in the history of friendships. This is a true statement. Not just a coworker. Well, no, that's it. That's the end of the sentence, not yeah, just a co <laughs> The NBA passes a new rule that says, hey, uh, players, stop. Stop making your super teams. We're get- that's tampering. Is it super teams or is it do-rags? Well, they- that one was last week. That's oh, okay. why we're off the air. They said no more karate-style do-rags. They said they weren't pro- why? They're not professional enough why? for your tank top basketball team. You don't- I can see a headband. What's the big deal? Charlie Villanueva didn't have eyebrows. He needed a headband. Well, yeah. The alopecia. Pete Alonzo hit 50 dingers. We talked about that. Kick and play. He's going to play for a long time. He's going to be good for a long time. How much time. money you want to give him? And don't say all. It's all. That's you, He gets all the money. Yeah, he gets all the money. Super soon. He's they, been, they get him on the cheap for a couple of years, though. Yeah, they do, actually. But we. this cool. is a longer segment for another program. Arbitration. Yeah. It's gone after this negotiation. It doesn't exist anymore. No. There's no way. There's no way. The uni- They're over it. And I would love to talk that. I would love to talk. B- the business of baseball is this the is, most... This ex- is oh sport in general. It's just it's bonkers. Congratulations to Don Mattingly, who led the Miami Marlins to a terrible season and received a two-year contract extension. Well done. Oh, he's good at developing young players. Like, it's a triple-A team. So. This- <laughs> yeah, old Donnie Baseball and yeah. his quadruple a team it's crazy they have 25 triple a players on their major league team uh kansas is in trouble here did you see this oh no what happened to kansas major ncaa violation oh i thought you're gonna oh, say tornadoes not kansas oh my gosh involved are you ready for this the most hated three-word phrase in sports pay for play Oh, no. They got caught for doing the same thing that everyone is doing. Arizona, Louisville. Why not Kansas? And it's not just like they're self-reporting. Hey, speaking of blue chips. Yes. I think they kind of exposed this whole industry a long time ago. Yeah, oh, In between like the football, college football movie, the program. College Love the program. program was so good. So good. Yeah, pay for play, yeah, steroids. They covered that like 30 years ago. Same with blue chips. Like You didn't see this coming? Like, this- come on. This is not self-imposed. This is not self-reported. This is the FBI. Mm. Ooh, do you want to see my Keanu Reeves from Point Break? Do it. I work for the FBI. I didn't Whoa. Do <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, add them to the list, just like uh, Vitel said. So in recent, that's in, I think, alphabetical order. Arizona, Auburn, Creighton got a thing. Akron. Uh, Louisville, LSU. Who am I missing? USC. Not long ago, right? Puffed or Snoop Dogg's kid. Like they're. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're. 
There's a lot of that. Don't do that. Stop doing that. Or here's an idea. Let's just pay them. How about a uh, Let's pay them all. William H. Macy's wife? Uh what's her name? I forget. Oh Felicity uh, Huffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. Look her and her and uh Huffman got in some trouble. Got in some trouble. Watch the Lobos tonight and then or excuse me this afternoon and then tonight, as man said, tune in to number seven Notre Dame at two and oh as they take on number three. Georgia Bulldogs. Should By the be. way, we got college football here at one. Auburn and Texas A&M. Good one. Oh, who knew? Cam Newton versus Johnny Manziel. It's a big one. And don't forget, triple header here on 610 tomorrow, you guys. I know your NFL players, Broncos mm-hmm. and the Packers, followed by the Saints and Seahawks and the Sunday Nighter, the Rams and the Browns. Go Cleveland. There, okay. All right. Oh, Green Bay. Yeah. Vital's going woof, hard woof, on the Browns. Woof. Those are also my two teams this year, Vital, so we'll be rooting together. A lot of similarities there. Everybody knows I love the Packers, and I'm jumping on this Browns bandwagon, even when they started off slow. Big Ten football today. Number 11, Michigan, is going to travel to number 13, Wisconsin. Go Bucky Badger. Going to have a one loss between these two bad boys at the end of this one. You watching racing? They could, they could tie, right? Oh, God, I don't think so. I think they changed it. <laughs> they make them. You're forced to go for it at the end. Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond Wasteway. Who you got? Uh, <laughs> give me the white guy. Martin Martin <laughs> Truex Jr. Good program today. I am Fred Slow. That's my partner in crime, Van Nunley, Mike Vitale on the ones and twos. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.